0: What's up, kids? What's going on? Welcome back to SnackCast. We are plugging along through the great cholesterol myth. Um, Pretty good book so far. And today, chapter five in the book, it's only our fourth episode. We've been through that. Um, The title is Inflammation and Oxidation. And you may go, what in the world does that have to do with cholesterol? And, yeah, what does Well it it's actually quite interesting. So let's let's lay some groundwork here. So what really is inflammation? It's there's there's two types, right? hmm Do you know them? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's acute acute impl- inflammation. It's really yeah, ac- acute and chronic. Right. You bang into yeah, the door. You cut your finger. You, uh, you burn that's yourself. Acute. That's whatever. acute.
1: That, hard, hard, hard and
0: fast. Hard and fast. And the body sends immunotherapy. That's not in the book. <laughs> no, but your body's but going, something's wrong. The immune with, system. With, we go to the source. Right. And it sends all these resources to help fix whatever you just did to yourself. Right? That is acute. Right. So... Chronic is
1: always something's wrong.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> and generally with acute, the there's a pain threshold. There's you, You're very aware it happened. With chronic, there's no pain threshold. It's kind of slowly building. You don't really know it you, unless you're paying attention to what those potential symptoms. Can I fix your thing, please? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, Represent, right? Yeah, right. So... Um, that's the difference in acute and chronic. So in terms of cholesterol, what we're talking about is chronic inflammation. And in the book, they actually lay out all the different things that chronic inflammation is a, a, a main driver or influence on. Um, what they list is Alzheimer's, diabetes, obesity, arthritis, cancer, neurodegenerative diseases, influenza and pneumonia, chronic liver and kidney diseases, and heart disease. So that's all. That's just a couple, <laughs> just, to, to name a few. Just a few, right? So, so again, circling back to how it matters with um, cholesterol, I think the main point that they are making in this chapter and they get kind of into the weeds as to why. Um, but I think the main point they're making is it's the inflammation that matters and not the cholesterol count. Circling back to the prior chapters, where the old test of total cholesterol, good and bad, and why it's broken. Well, this is kind of lumping onto that, saying that the total cholesterol count and the number of LDL doesn't matter unless they're inflamed.
1: And what type are inflamed.
0: And what type are inflamed. So, fast-forwarding. What can cause um, um, inflammation of the body and specifically of cholesterol? Kind of talked
1: about that. Smoking, alcohol, drugs.
0: Pollution. Pollution. Pesticides.
1: Sugar, carbs.
0: Tainted food supply. Again, the pesticides that make it into our foods or the hormones that make it into our foods can definitely affect... Um, primarily the LDL. Yeah. Glycophate. Yeah, right. That affects everything. Yeah. (laughs) You know, sexual performance, brain function, cholesterol, it affects it all. Um, Cancer. Um, So... Um. All right, so going back to the chapter and, and kind of the story they're laying out, right, is when you do get this pollution and the smoking and etc. it creates the free radicals. And what are free radicals, right? You go back to high school into your— One electron, they're side. out doing their— They travel in pairs. Right. Right? Electrons do, and they circle the atoms. Well, a free radical is when one gets spun off. Right. And Something's uh, wrong with it. I think. What did they? What? What was the analogy they used in the book? A free radical is like a freshman or a sophomore yes, on spring at,
1: break. At spring break, <laughs> they will right. bond with anything.
0: They get out of their dorm and, and they, they go crazy, and right, will bond with anything, right? But that we've talked about free radicals before and the damage they can do. How do you combat free radicals?
1: You got to partner with an antioxidant. Bingo. Antioxidants can give off an electron and they don't become unstable. Free radicals are, are unstable when they're – and that's what makes them a free radical. Right. They're, they're unstable. Atom. So
0: oxidation as a result of free radicals, they give an example in the book that's pretty clear cut how the oxidation is prevented by the antioxidants. Remember? I didn't. The apple slices. Yes,
1: the apple slices. Right.
0: You slice up an apple and you set it out on the table, and what happens? It browns. In a few minutes, yeah, it begins browning. The way you prevent the browning, and it's actually if you ever buy the apple slices at the store and you go, how come they're not browning? The whole reason they coat it in lemon juice what does lemon juice have vitamin C vitamin C one of the most powerful antioxidants on the planet right so how again does that all correlate back to cholesterol well when you're exposed to the pollutants and you create the free radicals and that affects your cholesterol it hardens that cholesterol if you remember in the prior chapter maybe the two back, they talk about pattern A and pattern B LDL and pattern A is light, fluffy, healthy. It can travel all throughout the body without any problem. Pattern B it's getting smaller. It's getting denser. It's starting to harden, right? So when it's exposed to free radicals, it starts to harden. It starts to get smaller. And then we know what happens right from the last chapter. Is they get lodged in the the, the sidewall single cellular membrane called
1: right. the epithelium? epithelium. Or, uh,
0: <laughs> I have it written down. Yeah.
1: Endothelium. End, endothelium. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they get lodged in the endothelium, and then like we talked then, about,
1: there, there's your chronic inflammation, microphages, it, right? Foamy things, fat caps. Some, your body's fat. going. Something's wrong. Let's deploy the troops.
0: Right. Right. So. Um, <sighs> Number one, I think, is the the inflammation is a precursor to the oxidation. I think it's really the oxidation that is. It finishes you off. The trigger, right, or, or the really bad thing? But I, I mean, I guess that's kind of like, you know, is it the gun or the bullet? Right. They they work in tandem.
1: Well, you think about a house fire. You know, uh, the smoke would would be the you know, the alarm, <laughs> but the the smoke didn't
0: burn your house down. Okay, so it's actually interesting. They end the chapter with this analogy, um, which I think was fairly well done. It's pr- pretty well on point, right? And their thing was that if you can have a forest that's slam full of trees, right, as long as that forest gets adequate rain, and maybe is groomed appropriately, right? Dead branches, dragged out, whatever. Mm-hmm. The chance of a wildfire is very small. And it doesn't matter how many trees are actually there. You can thin the trees out, but if they become dry, brittle... You still got a potential for a forest fire. There's a potential for a forest fire. They equate that back to the LDL. Again, that it's not about the count.
1: So, your statins can lower the count... But unless they lower the right...
0: Unless they help with the inflammation type. and the pattern B particles that are floating around, which they don't. And the don't. oxidation? They
1: don't. Right. And they don't.
0: They don't. All they do is reduce the count. So, again, you can have a healthy forest slam full of trees slash LDL particles. And if it's healthy, think of the benefits that a healthy forest gives back to us. Right? Right. Shade conversion of co2 to oxygen right there's so many benefits well the ldl is very similar and it has nothing to do with how packed the forest is the count yep it has everything to do with how healthy are those ldls are they exposed to free radicals are they hardening are they getting lodged in the endothelium which then leads to blockages and plaque and all kinds of things Makes a ton right. of sense. So, it, it was a really interesting chapter, the correlation. Again, it's not about the total count. Mm-hmm. It's about the health. Health of the forest. The health of those LDL particles. We talked about it last time, right? Is it... Is it the, the number of particles or how they're traveling through the system on the bus or the boats or whatever? Well,
1: you're, you're bringing up a good point here, though. But but it's, it's, it's not only just that. It's the system that they're traveling through. When sure. you have atherosclerosis. I don't know why I can never say this. <laughs> atherosclerosis. atherosclerosis. <laughs> when you have hardening of your arteries. Sign language, that. <laughs> right? When you're having... Hardening of your arteries, you're also creating a problem with the transportation of the boats. Absolutely. Right? So, when they're soft, it's it's even like, all right, youth and poor diet versus old and poor diet, right? Because... Oh, sure. Because... The youth can still eat like crap, and they're a okay because the transportation, your arteries are soft and malleable. They haven't been and exposed, they, they haven't over been exposed. Time
0: to all the free radicals, right. All the degradation that happens because of that. Yeah.
1: So they're they can have all the crappy boats in the water, and they're,
0: they're phenomenal. Know, in fact, one of the things, and I've never thought about it. They, they talk about it in this chapter. I didn't even make notes about it, but they talked about how the the arterial and vein system throughout our body we think of it as piping and tubes and it's not it is a living organism that that bends and flexes and squeezes and does all kinds of things to help us stay healthy and i never thought about it in that capacity that it's really it's its own organ our cardiovascular system it's not just tubes it it is a moving Thinking, I say thinking, um, reacting you know i guess to the brain but you know reacting and really ha- trying to help and um the the that this chapter gets really technical in back into the macrophages it gets into how it creates scar tissue and i don't remember the names this yellow buttery substance that can cause problems and how the body reacts to that and i didn't want to go into those weeds as much as the overarching premise I think they're trying to explain in this chapter is again, it's just not cholesterol count. It's cholesterol health.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and oxidative stress is a big deal and it makes the case. And you and I have talked about, you know, vitamin C in especially IV vitamin C and anything from, you know, uh, uh, immune viruses to, uh, cancers to everything else. And, when you start talking about oxidative stress and that you can reduce that inflammation through the use of high-dose vitamin C. Right. And I mean, if it happens to an apple.
0: Right. right. And, and one of the things that they kind of talk about early in the chapter is, is that um, inflammation and how it affects the entire body that something that starts in the gums can then go somewhere else, right? Because you brushed so, too why hard. Why cancer goes from, um,
1: from an organ to
0: bone? I mean, well, they actually, one of the stats, they said that women, I don't know why women specifically, but women with rheumatoid ar- arthritis, right? Mm-hmm. So that's achy knuckles, yeah, yeah. joints. Women with rheumatoid arthritis, inflammation, are twice as likely to die of a heart attack. Because that inflammation isn't in the joints. consolidated to the joints. It's throughout the body. It's causing all kinds of other problems. This is just the acute pain that you feel from it.
1: And I've seen studies on rheumatoid arthritis that it's actually a virus. And it's actually the virus is actually living inside the knuckles and the joints and everything else. <laughs> so chronic inflammation is, is what's going on yeah. there.
0: You know, I take turmeric. Started recently yeah. on, on the heels of us doing the vitamin thing. Um, I've been taking it twice a day, along with my apple cider vine- vinegar twice a day. I don't feel anything yet, but hopefully, who knows I'm what it was less inflamed, right?
1: <laughs> you yeah, know. I do the the high dose vitamin C and the
0: and the uh, yeah. My wife is still doing the high dose vitamin C. Well, not it's the liquid, the liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. All right, that's chapter. Five. Fourth episode, chapter five in the book. Inflammation and oxidation. Pretty yeah. big deal. Very good. Questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See ya.